Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit W2Mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. All right. Hello and welcome to a special edition of Video Games to the Max, where we are uh, talking uh, everything that involves the Video Game Awards 2021 that just officially ended about an hour or so ago, because uh, they didn't technically end right at 11 p.m. Eastern and whatnot. Um, but yes, yeah, so here with me to talk about that is Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Of course, I'm your host, Sean Garmer, here with, and this is just a special uh, edition of the show. You can listen to our uh, episode 296 that had Randy on it. We talked about like our games that almost maybe don't make our top 10 right now, but who knows when we get to that, if they end up making it or they just don't make it at all. And of course, the our first thoughts on the Halo Infinite campaign, uh, which I think I played another level of that today. And some other, you know, a bunch of other games we've been playing and uh, some other news and all that. But this is all about the Game Awards. If you want to go check that out, you can subscribe either here on YouTube or it's there. Uh, The video is there. If you want a shorter, more edited version, uh, you can listen to it podcast wise on everywhere there are podcasts. So there's that option for you as well. This, of course, will also be a podcast if you're uh, watching live right now. So Game Awards. It was the full three hours and I guess you'd say 45 minutes uh, that was promised by Jeff Keighley before we started. I guess in general, before we talk about going through a lot of the stuff that happened, didn't happen or whatever, what did you think of the show in general? Uh, Entirely too long and the comedy is atrocious. I mean, I don't expect the comedy to be uh, anything that I'm writing, you know, uh, making a big deal about. For like the game awards, but I mean, here's the thing: is like they're trying to draw the analogy to like this is gaming's Emmys or ga- gaming's Academy Awards, and what? it's like okay, if you, draw, if you want to draw that analogy, they don't show 30 trailers during the Academy Awards. No, they don't. But this is why it's not the Academy Awards. You don't have like 100 years or whatever it is, 50 years of uh, of history to to you know oh, oh. not have to show that. Okay, so, but even right. I assume even at the eighth Academy Awards, it didn't show trailers. <laughs> <laughs> right, but the, I think the thing is, like, uh, I saw someone talking about it. It's um, the trailers are are there to get people to. They uh, don't need which, to be. The awards uh, should do that on and of themselves. I don't mind trailers. I think it's it just becomes too much when there's like forty trailers. Then there's ads that have nothing to do with the games that were shown in the trailers. Some of them do. And then then you have awards that get written off because... Yeah, Keely belts out like four awards in quick succession and within three minutes and then a half hour more trailers and other crap that you don't care about. Right, no. uh, And I think that's the thing we've harped on every single year that Keely's... And it's not anything new. Everybody that cares anything about gaming in general will always probably say that. And I I don't blame them in a way. Um, I think that that's a problem. And I, I did tweet this out that I really do think that perhaps we need to think about either you make the pre-show longer and you make the full show shorter and the pre-show is all of your trailers and it's bam, 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 trailer, trailer, trailer. And then you have your award show. That's two hours. And you have a three-hour thing and you get the best of both worlds or you do it as a two-night thing where it's the awards and then, you know, kind of like WWE's Hall of Fame thing or, or the NFL Honors where they did the NFL Honors, their awards the night before, and then they do the Super Bowl the next night or WWE does their Hall of Fame and then they do WrestleMania the next night. So you have, if you want to say that the trailers are what people come to the to the table for, you can always do the trailers as like some, another opening night live thing as if you call it the ending night live or whatever as the second day. And you get people to watch the award show for just the awards. I mean, they're not you why know. I come to come to watch this thing, even though I'm forced to by you. Hey, I mean, <laughs> I'm not being, I'm not forcing you. You didn't have to watch this, right? But I, I'm, just not... I, I just mean like, yeah, this, <laughs> this thing should have been an hour, hour and a half of most of the awards. Like, I don't care about the esports crap or, you know, right. content creator of the year. But like some of these people like had like 30 seconds to talk and that was about it, which is fine because most of those people couldn't talk well. 
Yeah, no, I mean, those people, most of those people are not used to talking in a public live setting like that. You know, yeah. they're, I mean, they're I, used to talking to their peers. And they need that. to draw straws and go, which one on this team can actually do uh, public speaking and then have, shove him out. Yeah, I mean, unless you're talking about like a Neil Druckmann we saw at the end or somebody that's like super recognizable like Kojima. Most people don't know who these developers are. I, so yeah, most, I mean... It, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't really matter which one of them actually stands and talks. Like you're saying, it, it's more about making sure that the person that does talk is someone that uh, can, you know, do that or, or whatever. But you just, I, I don't know. I understand that he has to have ads in order to pay for the show. I, I don't and, mind ads. You know, but yeah. it's like, I, the, the thing for this thing is not, the draw is not like the trailer. And, right. You know, I mean, let me ask you this. Did you, I mean, you're, you were doing work, I guess, so you probably did it more. But how much of this thing did you have muted? I actually got lucky that I was doing the second job where I'm dispatching and I'm not taking calls. So I only have to have it on mute when I actually have to call uh, someone for a, like, call yeah. a doctor and tell them, hey, you have a pain to call or whatever. Um, a lot of times the dispatches are sent by text or whatever. So I did get to watch a lot of it uh, voice. Um it, which is, if I had to take calls the whole night, I would have had to have the whole thing. See, but for me, like yeah. I had like at least half of it on mute just because I found it so like cringeworthy, mm -hmm. like the Deborah Wilson thing. It's like, oh my god, why are we doing? This? Yeah. So let's um, the, let's get into like the, or the the sex barrel that Jeff Keeley brought out. It's like I don't need <laughs> to see your flashlight here, dude. Come on. Ah, uh, yeah, he did a lot. There's a lot of weird things on this, but let's. Let's discuss, I guess, what actually, you know, got uh, shown here on the the, the whole thing. Um, weirdly, he came out and started with, uh, not not to like skip the pre-show, but just to get this out of the way. I, I didn't watch any of the pre-show except for like the last like two minutes. <laughs> okay, so you didn't watch any of the pre-show. So the pre-show, I took like four pages. Um, well, you did miss the Tunic trailer, which that was... Um, that was cool to see. That was the first trailer. It has a comes out March sixteenth, twenty twenty two. You missed the game for Impact, uh, which Life is Strange won. I was excited for that. Um, I think some of the, uh, they showed a trailer for Homeworld three, which has a, a Q four of next year uh, release date. Telltale is back to doing stuff again. Uh, I saw so that one. Or, yeah, I, I was extremely surprised by both Telltale things. Yeah, well, I mean, we know they're doing Wolf Among Us too, but we didn't know they were. I mean, this is weird, right? Because like this is what got them in trouble. Yeah, the like, first time they, they had too many down, projects and, and like unlike like unlicensed yeah. stuff that very few people care about. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I would say, I mean, Star Trek is not very huge following. Uh, right? Not anymore. <laughs> well, not anymore, but it still has. Uh, yeah, the yeah. cachet, the name, you know, like I get what they're going, but uh, you know, we haven't heard anything about the Wolf Among Us since since last year's Game Awards, right? Yeah. So, or Wolf yeah. Among Us too. So well, they announced the Expanse. Yeah, they they're doing the Expanse and they're doing the Star Trek uh, Resurgence. So that's three games, and again, that's what got you in trouble the first time was you had too many games going on at once. And people started getting burned out because you're doing the same thing with every single game, which, you know, different uh, licenses and, and all that. And then so, certain licenses, they won certain things. And ah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the thinking is there. Maybe they had different teams this time. And that's not sort of the same people working on all three games or whatnot. But uh, we'll see. We uh, Weird that we did not see anything about Wolf Among Us, too. So maybe that uh, COVID Wait. perhaps delayed that or something. I can buy a Star Trek game. Uh, I mean, that does have a more not or a bigger following, right? But an Expanse game that the show literally just got canceled or like you know finished. And I mean, it's a fine show, but it doesn't have like a great following. It's like super weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Like it's weird that like you're gonna pick up unless the game is gonna be some kind of continuation of the show, but I don't think so. Well, it has the main uh, the main character is in the show. And I think she is right. voicing like her character. Yeah, that's the uh, the person that they had show up in. Yeah, the Kara trailer. G. Right. Uh, and she's an interesting character in the show, but it's just like such like a weird. It's like that Jurassic Park game they made, you know, fifteen years ago, and it's like, oh, this is the uh, story of the whipped cream can or the shaving cream can. It's like, who cares? <laughs> right. So, I mean, any other uh, 
just to note, uh, they did show Babylon's Fall trailer as well. That's coming out March third. Um, it's and it you can it's going to have an open beta if you pre-order the uh, ultimate or whatever. And then they got to show off the the other the Annapurna Outer Loop game, which is the, if you watch that um, Annapurna presents thing that they did. That was the game that they showed off that had like they wanted to have skateboarding and cooking and all that other stuff. They showed off this game. And it's almost like a reverse Scott Pilgrim. It's a woman uh, that has various, uh, both uh, female and male uh, significant others, and they're all mad at her, and she's trying to combat them. And then they had a Evil Wild Hog game that got announced, and then a Grim Reaper game, which is called uh, Have a Nice Death, um, which was like the last last one they they showed. Yeah. So Keeley opens the show. He did note this yesterday. I saw it on Twitter and I saw it in uh, Reddit as well. I think he had he'd done an AMA and he said that he he was, uh, you know, he, he got the, the thing about people being upset, the fact that he wasn't going to mention the Activision Blizzard thing on the show. And so he said that he wanted to make it right and actually do mention something. I mean, he kind of pussyfooted around. <laughs> yes, he didn't mention any studio by name. He just in general said, oh, we stand with the developers and workers. And then, oh, this show is all about the creators. And I'm sorry, but that entire show just proved that it was not about the creators because the creators and their games that they spent time making this year did not uh, take up the most time. Yeah. Uh, so... And and then also the fact that you didn't take the time to name anyone, and then your first big trailer is a huge trailer. But was that the uh, Hellblade Two one? No, not Hellblade Two. That was the Quantic Dream, which is terrible. It's like how like not paying attention are you that you go from denouncing harassment to then the first trailer you show is a studio that literally tried to pay off journalists so they wouldn't report on the harassment that they were doing at their studio yeah i mean come on jeff Keeley, you cannot be that tone deaf um I, I don't know it's just it's a bad look like did you not think about you do rehearsals you literally posted you do rehearsals did you not think about that when you did it like uh, i don't know <laughs> this is weird um oh i forgot to mention uh forza horizon 5 did win best audio design and then um, that's where they announced the Persona 4, uh, Persona 4 uh, Ultimate trailer. Was It was the final trailer shown before they went to... I mean, I'll be getting that. Yeah, i really surprised that... Um, I know Microsoft said that they're done with the, the backwards compatibility, but like, if you're not going to put it on Xbox One, like, why not even let them backwards compatible to 3... You know, weird. I mean, it, it could have an issue where it's it, like it, it would be harder for it to be backwards compatible. Or, I mean, they may have just looked at the uh, sales figures for, like, the game back in the day and go, like, the Xbox version didn't sell. So, no, screw it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just weird that, you know, Sony or Xbox does have a really good relationship with Sega and you don't at least put it on Xbox One. I mean, I mean, I get why their other games are not on Xbox. Shimigami Tensei Persona, all that. But it's like, this one was on 360. So, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, Persona, I think Persona's having some big thing tomorrow about their anniversary. Like more. I mean, it's supposed stuff. to be throughout the year, so you may not get the biggest announcement tomorrow either. But it is cool that you're getting at least a game. It is a port. They didn't say anything about being a remaster. So no, no. I mean, yeah, it looked like a direct port, and yeah. it's coming to Switch and PC also, which is yeah, PS4, Switch, which that's good on March 17th. So you know, there's that. I mean, that game looked nice to begin with. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they did show off more of that Planet of Lana, uh, which has a uh, subtitle now. It's called Off Earth Odyssey. Uh, that was one of our favorite games from last year. Uh, cool that it got a little bit more uh, shown off here. So, yeah, um, like I said, he does mention that whole thing about uh, about the Activision Blizzard stuff, but he doesn't mention them by name, doesn't mention any other studios, and then he kind of shows off stuff from Ubisoft and that Star Wars one. Uh, we'll talk. We'll get into the, all that in a second. Uh Best Indie was also Cambridge the Spirits, so that's good. A uh, game that I really uh, like and still playing, So, and I talked about that yesterday. So they showed off Hellblade 2 gameplay, which that looked great. And what did you think of the uh, the Star Wars thing? Uh, I mean, they had so much Star Wars stuff at this thing. It kind of, like, I got overloaded at some point. This is the Eclipse one. Right, this is the one that's supposed to be 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, based on the High Revel era, it's the first one they've ever done. And yeah. supposedly, I was looking around, and apparently, it's supposed to be a a haven for stories about, um, you know, queers and and other, uh, you know, not not necessarily uh, like just of a straight nature. And it's weird because again, David Cage has gone on record saying really bad things uh, about that, and then you're going to give his studio a game based in that era. I don't know. Again, we're not we're not thinking. It'll be the uh, main character, the droid asexual. <laughs> I mean, but like, I thought that the the characters looked I, interesting. I had so... the, the gameplay looked fine, but I yeah. I was I thought it was going to be like a Kotor three actually. <laughs> oh really? Okay. Or even uh, I was actually hoping more for uh, but the fight would yeah. have that dude show up at some you know. Well, <laughs> like, oh, he's not popping up here, so I don't think so. Uh, well, it looked but... fine. Looks like a Star Wars game. I don't like the the drummer guys though. They were really off putting to me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I thought the uh, the Hellblade 2 trailer looked amazing. Um, Xbox is really, I thought, nailed that uh, supremely. You, I think you got like everything you wanted out of a out of a Hellblade trailer of just okay. I want more of that. Um, after they did the tease a few years ago of just Hellblade with the cinematic, um, now you got that. And I, mean, what did you think of of what they showed? I guess it looked good from a technical perspective, but I didn't play the first game, so like most of that trailer was kind of lost on me. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you really needed to have played the first game to really get that. There was nothing directly from necessarily the first game to make you go, "Oh man!" Wasn't the main character the same? Well, I mean, Senya is the same, but like not necessarily the enemy that the big giant or whatever that you're seeing there, or um. I, obviously, that's supposed to be a metaphor for something, I'm sure, once you actually get to the game. Uh, but it, it just looked amazing to me. Like, I really I really thought, like, this is, you know, what you want next-gen to look like. Yeah. And so, finally, like, Xbox, I feel like, really has their first that, that oh, wow, it's taking advantage of the Series X and, and what it looks like. And all of that isn't an engine. It's not a cinematic. So, um, that's impressive. And supposedly, once you see like what they did with the Matrix uh, thing, that you can go download the demo, which is on both Xbox and uh, PS5, you'll be able to. I, I guess I've seen a lot of people say, "Well, they'll definitely be able to believe that Hellblade is a uh, that's actual in-game graphics." But you can tell, like just the way it looks, that's definitely not like a cutscene. You can see her running. You can see how the that character yeah. does not very necessarily move very smoothly. Um, that giant once he comes to the screen. But yeah, I just man, I'm really hyped now for when you, we finally get this uh, Hellblade two. I love the first game, and I'm very glad to see that um, they are handling the second game uh, very well. So props to Microsoft and uh, Ninja Theory for that for for doing that game uh, a lot of justice on this one. One of the highlights for sure. Um, we talked about Star Wars Eclipse. Uh, the other big announcement, I guess, in that same sort of vein is it's not even worth me playing a trailer because it's very short, the Wonder Woman game, uh, which is apparently open world. And it's yeah. being made by uh, the same people that did the um, Shadow of Mordor games. Monolith. Yeah, Monolith. So I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, she has a pretty good power set for that type of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean. reskin of Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey. You think so? I'm kind of curious because if it is monolith, if they have like a nemesis system, like like you know those Lord of the Rings games had. I mean, it would be the time to use it. You technically patented it, so nobody else could use it. So if you can't use I'm, it in the other thing, I I just don't know. Well, I mean, the problem one of the problems with the Wonder Woman property or like a game is like she doesn't have a great like enemy roster compared to like a Batman or even a Superman, like. Her, her yeah. big enemy is Cheetah, and it's like, this is a little lame. Fair enough, yeah. Uh, so, like, as far as that, like, Nemesis system, like, they could do it, but I don't I don't see how. That's that's the issue. Like, what, like, what would be, who, like, what is she fighting? Or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, aside from uh, Chitara, I mean. And I'm also, the... I guess I'm also curious about, uh how much of it will be, like, fantasy-based versus how much will be, like, in the real world. Yeah. You know? I, there's... I mean, they could do both. Yeah, I'm sure... Right? I'm sure so. it'll be, like, the last game where they have, like... Or, you know, 
Fed of War where they have like different zones. But I think that's kind of that game's one of the game's problems is like compared to the first Shadow of Mordor, it felt very like disparate and like more constrained because they have like, these like independent zones. So I kind of hope they don't do that. But I mean, it probably makes the game a lot easier to make. Fair enough. I mean, the first one that really uh, slapped my Hellblade to the game, I mean, that's one thing I think that hurts this necessarily is I think Jeff Kelly needs to do a better job of spacing out the big reveals because he did this with, he does it with every single one of his shows. The opening night live had this thing as well. The, the, oh. where he, he packs that first hour full of stuff and then the rest of it starts to drop off because he just like slams that first hour with stuff and it's like space it out more so you don't have a bunch of kind of middling stuff in the middle or towards the end and you have it all kind of more like oh okay there is a reason to keep going and keep watching uh alan wake 2 was awesome speaking of that how'd you like that opening sting performance oh i i I just skipped that on purpose i didn't that was the one part was like okay i can just kind of keep wait till they actually you know get to the part where it's not a performance uh and it's fine. I didn't watch the arcane thing, so I have no reference for that. Sting's fine. I love the police um, as as a band, uh, not necessarily Sting as a solo singer. But um, you know, and then the, the other uh, musical thing was awful. Uh, Imagine Dragons ruining that song. Uh, so I mean, it's, that's the one thing I don't understand. Literally, Super Giant Games has so much great music they could make their own or- and take it on the road. They could do a Final Fantasy. Uh, Zelda, uh, put insert here, Kingdom Hearts, whatever they could do that if they had the money and a backing of a big company like that, they could go and do their own orbit thing. They have some great music from all their games that they've made. Why do you need Imagine Dragons other than having being able to say, "Oh my God, Imagine Dragons is on our show"? I to no mess idea that up. <laughs> you don't. Okay, you don't. <laughs> That's you, but uh, most people know what who Imagine Dragons are because they are blasted not only on the radio, but in any store you go to, you probably hear them. Yeah, like, that's that's yeah. why I don't know who they are, because I don't listen but, to the radio, and I always have an iPod with good music on. <laughs> that's uh, that's fine, but yeah, it's I was just a disappointment um, yeah. in, in both of those. Like, I just feel like, again... I, it's it's the it's the it feels like this has been his thing, and I you know what I totally get him in a way. Like I think it's almost anybody's dream to be able to say, "Oh man, I'm gonna make video games look so cool with all these celebrities and and like musical acts and like oh my god, yes, like all these trailers, like this is gonna be the it thing for people to watch every year." And uh, when it comes to games, like we're going to get bigger than E3, we're going to get bigger than Gamescom, we're going to get bigger than all this because I have all these things in one place. Oh, and you can have all these people come to the uh, to the theater or whatever and actually watch it there, and you have a crowd and all that stuff. Like I get that vision. Like that's that is something I think almost anybody that has like a big vision for an award show wants, but it's just it doesn't work that way. Especially when you're taking time out of a game show to promote movie and to promote musical acts. And it's like, understand your audience. You're not on TV. You're not oh, it, on a big network. It's a whole desperate grab for attention slash, uh, I want to say renown, but like yeah. confirmation, you know, status, essentially. Or you know, It almost feels like every time he does this, he makes this so that if a big network came in, even it, let's say like, okay, let's say Paramount Plus wanted to take it one and put it on their streaming. Even though it's on a streaming service, they would probably still want it packaged for TV. This almost feels like he packages this for Well, he knows, I mean, he just follows yeah. up like games award, you know, formula. Yeah. He doesn't take yeah. advantage of the fact that, yeah, it's not on TV. So, you know, yeah. to follow this like a rigid ass formula or like show these dumbass trailers that, you know, just put them on the YouTube channel. They'll, they'll do fine. <laughs> Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that they're all dumb. I just feel like the big reveals obviously have their place because they get people talking. But and you you need that in a way uh, because the awards are what they are. the 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 games themselves should be the talking. And I get that, and I am totally agree with that. But my more point is like you don't need to bring so much of the other entertainment world into this. To where it like overshadows everything 
and then you're then what? placating to them. You mean Ben Schwartz doing bad comedy for four minutes isn't isn't worthwhile? I mean, I'm fine with him coming, or well, you know, then Jim Carrey having to take two to his comedy bit on video. Um, that was bad. No, you know, like bad. I mean, awful. <laughs> no, like, and that's what I was getting that with Randy is like the whole reason why you have the trailer and you have the ads because they have to pay for the event. They have to get people. They have to get enough views in order for people for these advertisers to justify giving Jeff Keighley the money yeah. to do this because it's not on Big T or whatever. But I still would much rather. You not have to have Sting, and you not have to have Imagine Dragons ruin a great song, and you well, have to waste time doing that BS at the end with, just like you did with Vin Diesel, I don't know how many years ago it was, dude. with Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss from The Matrix. Like, well, it's a whole like cl- yeah. desperation to be like part of the mainstream or to be acknowledged. You know, it's the same right. thing WWE does, right? But at least he does it in a better way than WWE does, I feel like. But I mean, you couldn't do uh, it worse. <laughs> but no, I, I yeah. yeah well, back to the trailers and other yeah, stuff. Back, back to going to, I mean, I will say the Sonic movie trailer actually looked good. I liked it. I, uh, uh, Naya watched it. It was the only part that um, I brought her out for because she's in the, the first movie uh, yeah. with me. And I was like, hey, look, she doesn't really know who they are. But I was like, look, it's Tails and there's Knuckles. She's like, Oh, that's cool. We got to see this. We got to see the second one. You know, yeah. so like I feel it past that aspect of it, of it being a good, another good Sonic, probably going to be another good Sonic movie. And then, of course, having Idris Elba be Knuckles, awesome, already great. So, uh, you know, you win, you win on that one as well. So uh, that's coming out April 8th. And, you know, I'm sure that there will be a lot of people wanting to go see that at the theater. Um, you know, so there, there is that in a way. Like, but uh just wanted to reiterate that to put that on the screen and people that watch later. Uh Randy is very true. Need that in order for uh to save this. So we got another big grab by Epic. The remake and intermission are going to be on Epic Game Store, much like Kingdom Hearts. Uh was exclusive to the Epic Game Store, probably another year exclusivity um for Epic Game Store before it goes to Steam. Will it ever show up on Xbox? Who knows? <laughs> Another one of those of will it show up on there? Um, this is the so. one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is Final Fantasy VII, right? Yeah, the Final. I yeah, mean, yeah. I, they I, do have Final Fantasy VII on Xbox. They have Final Fantasy fifteen. Um, I mean, they don't have uh, fourteen, so that is an exclusivity thing. But supposedly, it was supposed to be a one-year exclusivity and a go to Xbox originally. So who knows if they just paid more money to make sure that it just never got made for Xbox or or what the situation was. Um, obviously now they have 16 exclusive as well. So we'll, if that ever comes out to why that decision was made or, or whatnot, we'll, uh, get to that. The one part that I did watch, I had to watch on mute because I had to make a lot of different calls at once. So I missed the game pass for the PC game pass, which is really what it should have been called in the first place. Xbox game pass for PC was always way too long and convoluted. It should have been called PC game pass from the beginning. Um, so good on them for changing it. I love the fact that they went on Twitter and then showed you how they changed it really quickly, easily. Like it wasn't some big to do. Um, I don't really remember the the games that are that are going to be on that. It wasn't um, uh, the one the cinematic game that Devolver showed. I remember that being on there. The trip to Yomi or whatever the one that's like Ghost of Tsushima. That is one yeah. of the games that's going to be on Game Pass uh, day one. And then I think it's like uh, the some man I can't remember the, the game. It's something to do with pigeons. Uh, that game is also on there. I can't. Uh, I don't want to go crazy looking for it right now. But this is where they kind of started doing the like interspersal, where they would have a bunch of trailers, and then all of a sudden they'd show one uh, game award. And this is another one of those where uh, they did the game award for best action game. Uh, had the the character that plays the the main character in Shang Chi. Uh, the actor that plays the main character Shang Chi come that, out. That was a very awful. That was worse than than Ben Schwartz. I mean, those things are always like when they do those at any kind of award show. They're not great. They're always weird. It, and, it's always uncomfortable. But the guy yeah. like trying to make like, trying to like be funny or like checking his phone constantly. It's like no. I mean, they <laughs> shut up. And, he did the uh, read it. <laughs> well, he was making the joke about Halo and him wanting to be playing that instead of being there, which is kind of a weird joke to make at that point. 
Uh, I mean, if you want to have someone but, do that, someone do, do it like have someone do like improv or like a funny like. Or well, like <laughs> I think having like Phil Spencer and be the one that that does that announcement and him saying something like, "Oh, hey, I'd rather be out at home playing, you know, Halo right now," and then coincidentally he announces a win for a PlayStation only game. Yeah. That's kind of funny in a way, right? In a, in a gaming kind of funny. Um, Props to Return of a Winning Best Action Game. I have not played it, probably will not play it. It is part of the... You know, that's another thing, too. Jeff Keighley doesn't make any kind of announcement like he normally does that there's a uh, Game Awards sale on the console and on Steam. I mean, normally, there, that's a big thing he makes about, and he doesn't do that. There, there wasn't one. There is one. I looked at it before we started. For PSN? Uh, it's, yeah, it's or... right underneath the end-of-year deals thing. There's a Game of One. Okay. I know the end-of-year. Uh, I, know, I know that one, but not the... Yeah. <laughs> the end-of-year one is a bunch of old games. They knew yeah. the, the, the Game Awards one basically has everything that was on sale during the Black Friday except for Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. So um, if you were looking for anything that you missed on the Black Friday sale, I was kind of thinking about Ratchet and Clank, and then I was kind of disappointed that was the only game that was not on sale, and I was like, ah, oh, man. Uh, yeah, I got you know, blown... I got blown the hell off for these awards also. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's one we'll talk about uh here in a little bit. Uh the they showed the the um Bote studio, the uh creator of Silent Hills studio, uh showed off his game. Uh that looked certainly creepy and weird. Uh they win on, on that level. I don't know I mean, what you think it, of I thought that song was terrible. Yeah, okay. Fine. Um I don't know, it looked fine. I mean, it's not something probably I'll play, but I don't. Yeah. I mean, Guillermo del Toro going like, "Oh, it's too bad you can't make another Silent Hill." It's like, yeah, you saying it's really going to entice Konami to sell it to you, huh? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I think when you just, uh, oh, I mean, also, like, what does like what's so damn special about Silent Hill? A lot of people have like, I mean, memories, sure, a connection, I, yeah. I mean, like, as as a franchise, like, there aren't a ton of like recognizable Silent Hill tropes out there. I mean you can say I mean you can say the same thing about like Resident Evil to an extent, but like But like Resident Evil more... is way more on the conscious to just had a movie come. You yeah. Know, like... Well I mean like Resident Evil has like okay, zombies. But not even yeah. not even Re- every Resident Evil has technically zombies. But it's just like they're attached well, to, like, But Resident the... Evil has like the characters that you know like Chris Redfield, Chris Redfield. I mean you know, sure, like... but like not like I like I said, like not every Resident Evil game has those. But I just meant like right. people are so attached to like the Silent Hill like name. It's yeah. like oh anything Silent Hill, but it's like that. It, it was a franchise that had like four games. I mean, it had more, but only four that like really mattered. They were all on the PS2 or PS1, and they're not like a ton of like very defi- like definitive gameplay features aside from like really good UFO endings in some of them. No, yeah, you're right about that. I mean, it's just... I mean so so the fact that this thing is called like what slitted hit heads or something like that. Slittered heads. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, they're just calling it SH for the obvious reason for Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> hoping same... people will kind of make the the comparison. I don't well, know. Well, it's the same thing know. with uh, Bloodstained yeah. Ritual of the Night instead of Symphony of the Night. It's right. like, okay, we know what you're doing here. Uh, just move on, please. <laughs> I mean, I guess it works in a way. We'll see how it does I'll, with sales and all I'll, that. I'll, but... uh, like the end of that thing reminded me of Deadly Premonition with like the woman, the old like woman on the balcony, like the... Tr- the monster receding back into her like body. <laughs> yeah, I mean that might be one of those things where he thinks that's frightening, but perhaps when you actually play it, it does wind up more like the Deliverance, where it winds up being more comical than actually scary. So yeah, and, um, and yo, if they're making this game, where's uh the greasy-haired guy from Walking uh, Dead? Yeah. Or the, I mean, the dude? Uh, you, you, Norman Reedus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know he he's <laughs> Kojima's not the one making it, so he's not not in there. Yeah. Right? Um, but yeah, so moving on uh, from that, I mean, they did uh, another musical number for uh, for the uh, Cuphead, uh, delicious, co- you know, the last course, uh, which has a release date uh, now as well. So, uh, what is it? Uh, June thirtieth, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two. We'll see if it hits that or it's delayed again. Um, yeah. Good to see more about Cuphead. Uh, reminded me how my how good the soundtrack is for the first game. Uh, that they showed that there. So you had that, um, at least. Uh, they showed more of that Gollum game. You know, that is what it is. He looks uh, weird. Like I think that's the point that they try to make. Like, don't expect him to look like the Lord of the Rings Gollum. He's going to... 
it's their own interpretation of it. So um, yeah, he just looks exactly and sounds a lot like Andy Serkis as well. Yeah, and then also he, I mean, they did try to get the voice. It felt like he, yeah, he did look kind of weak. Um, they did uh, show off some of Somerville again, which that game is one that I'm kind of really interested in uh, as far as any games go for next year. So I'm I'm glad to see that it got some uh, love there. And then of course they showed off Sonic Frontiers. So there is a little bit more about the the new Sonic. Game. And it has a subtitle. Any other, any different feelings from the little snippet that we saw before? That it showed no enemies. <laughs> well, yeah, like, a little no bit of the, playing. yeah, it's still cinematic, right? But I mean, if it's going to be open world, that might be interesting. But I have very grave reservations that they can pull it off. Fair enough. 3D Sonic games <laughs> are what they are. It's... As good as Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly on that level. Um, they did have, uh, Kojima come out to introduce, uh, Guillermo del Toro's movie, uh, the first of several, you know, another movie trailer that got shown on, on this thing, uh, only for del Toro to be the one that's going to hand out the best art direction. Um, I, I will say that that's one thing I will give about having the celebrities. They do lend themselves being good choices for well, they, when you're going to present the award. Yeah. Right? They've been there before. I mean, they've dealt with that so yeah they're used to it uh, i mean death loop wins this is the weird one for me that i thought if any of the ones that sakonats do was the best art direction it did not and then it would go on to not win anything so i ratchet and clank and sakonats do not win a things i i actually don't like a lot of sakonats 2's like look or like the worlds yeah. i mean even aside from like the weird teeth the first teeth world like that's creepy enough but like most of the worlds i thought in sakonats two were like very generic except for the one you know the the hippie guy or jack Black. right yeah like that, that was a good one to me but like the rest of them like yeah this is kind of more of the same or you know yeah i mean i I've, i liked a lot of the the worlds that i've gotten to experience second outs too but that's you, just me have you played yeah. the alcoholic one i haven't gotten there. that was the one that really kind of almost broke me because it's basically it's kind of the, the sonic problem where like the, the entire level is basically like in water so if you step uh, off okay. the platform, you die. And, like, there's like, these, like, floating beer bottles that, you, like, you have kind of, like, a ride. But the entire game, or the entire level is, like, you know, gray. And <laughs> it's hard to find, like, it's hard to get to the fragments because, like, you're on these moving platforms constantly. It's like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Randy also had to go through disappointment as well that uh, Resident Evil Village, the only thing that it won was best performance for uh, the man, I, voice actress, Lady yeah, Demon the voice actress for Lady Dimitrescu, uh, to win, and yeah, that's it. It did not win anything else. Uh, didn't win any kind of award for for actually like the gaming part of the. Uh, so that's kind of uh, disappointing for Capcom in a way. I mean, again, cool for that voice actress to win as she you know told her story, uh, very similar to the one for Senua where. They kind of took a chance on her, and she worked out. And same thing with uh, you know the lady in the trust voice actress. Yeah. Um, you know, Capcom kind of just took a chance on her, and you know she uh, worked out for the best. And they used her as a uh, vehicle for the you know making of a lady in the trust as well. Uh, with you know how tall she is, this is uh, where it kind of starts hitting the the fan a little bit as far as the awards go. Um, I was really upset that. Best RPG, once again, just gets, uh, I guess it's not cool enough for Jeff Keighley. It, it does not get any, it just gets, eh, we're not even going to read the, the nominees. We're just going to tell you Tales of Arise 1. All right, cool. No, they read the, uh, they did read the nominees. They showed them at least. They showed them, but again, it's like, if you're going to be the Oscars, freaking be the Oscars, right? Like, do the freaking reel where you go and show off the nominees, and then you say, well, okay, that, that one when you go on. I mean, some of those game uh, demos or, like, videos lasted a long time. Like, yeah. that Hellblade 2 thing was a tad long. Right, it was, like, it was six. Uh, so, I mean, maybe they were kind of pressed for time. But, yeah, like, some of the genre... I mean, he blew through all those, like, genre awards. I mean, it makes sense for some of the ones that, like, win multiple, okay? You don't need to show that one, but it's just, No, like, yeah, like, uh, yeah. Deathloop won a few. And, like, the first time they got up there, like, oh, it also won for... Fine. You know, because you don't need to have this guy come out like multiple times. No, I mean, and Randy, I get it that they the Oscars do do that, but you know what? They have other things that they show at those awards that actually have to do with the actor and in memoriam and yeah. 
other other things that I can't think of because it's been a while since I watched the Oscars as well, the Emmys as well. Like they act, their 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 um person that hosts has to actually like interject and and bring up other well, presenters, and they have that, that's uh, the pro- What that's one problem yeah. is like Keely is separated in the stage. Yeah, he's like he's in like this balcony area interacting with no one <laughs> and or like he may he may bring someone on to like talk to for like a minute about it yeah and, and it's just like the thing what i appreciate with the oscars is score and music matter they have somebody come out and and do the music stuff for um for all the the songs that are nominated why can you not do that instead of having these musical acts that have nothing to do with any of the other songs and and actually promote best score and music like that is an important part of a video game, whether you want to admit it or not. And, uh, you know, I'm fine with Near Replicant winning. It has a really good uh, score and soundtrack. I mean, I still think uh, Marvel's Guardians has the best of the ones that were there, but all of them were good. Um, so it's not necessarily uh, about a preference. It's just like score and music is important as well. And it's another category that gets written off every single year. I mean, you do that great medley for the game of the year thing. That's one of my favorite parts of the entire thing that they do every year. But it's like you could do it for the best uh, score and music ones as well if you wanted to. You just don't. Um, so and and that's that's his deal because he wants to have these big name artists to to get attention. And again, it's about getting attention. I get that in a way, but I also think it's kind of it gets annoying after a while. Uh, best multiplayer was It Takes Two. This all got rolled off one after the other. Best mobile game also got rolled off here as well. And what was it? Uh, they and then they did Best Narrative really quickly as well. They did do a big much to do about this. Marvel's Guardians won. Um, I love the uh, the one, whoever did it, uh, hats off to you for doing the meme where it's the the kid that's like to the side kind of being like, oh, I told you so or whatever. And they did that with um, uh, Star-Lord and have the other guys all around, you know, all the other Guardians around doing the, the rest of the meme. Uh, which I thought was great. So uh, hats off to the folks that, that did that and did that uh, for Marvel uh, Guardians winning the best narrative, which I know you're going to say is, um, but... I mean, you know, I would say, like, Tales has a better narrative, or even Resident Evil 8. <laughs> I mean, it's Really? Not like... You thought Village had a better narrative than Mar- Guardians? Well, you just hated the voice actor. Well, I saw something um, about, like, oh, it's great. I was on Twitter about how it's great that all the characters are talking to each other constantly, and I'm like, no. It's not. They didn't even do that in the goddamn movies. Like, <laughs> well, it is a game. It's longer. I do appreciate that. I feel like they all kind of jibber jab and are, are friends with each other. I I appreciate that. And uh, you know, considering what happens at the end, maybe we should let. Uh, imagine if Joseph Fares the entire show. That would be insane. Um, I get this is kind of where it starts to tail off a little bit as well as far as like the announcement, uh, things like that. Um, they showed off another Saints Row trailer. I'm I don't care about this game at all, so I I just kind of tuned out there. I mean, I know you're a big Saints Row fan, but uh, I, it's doing know, anything. They showed for off you. more of like the city at least, which is nice because right. like the, that first trailer like looks like it took place all in the desert. I just think it's incredibly weird how they're like retconning the game. You know, the Saints Row Four. Mark Randy says that you would rather read all the interactions one by one in text, like Persona, instead of have characters conversate with you. Yeah, because it wouldn't be talking. <laughs> that would help. Technically, they do talk in Persona as well. They just don't do it constantly, uh, like in Guardians. Um, best action adventure game went to Metroid Dread. Very good pick there. Um, and I don't know very... when this happened. Yeah, I mean, you're probably you're probably like reading off more of a uh, timeline or like. Yeah, you know, I took notes of a. I took notes while I was reading, so. Are, are you yeah. baffled by Space Marine 2? Yeah, I mean, first Space Marine was actually pretty decent, right? People like oh, that game. So. sure. I liked it. Yeah. But it's like, wow, this is like a decade later. <laughs> like, And it's not like that first game I mean, game how many well. Warhammer games have they done? I mean, they did another, there's apparently another DLC for Vermintide, the Warriors Priest, that also got shown during this. So, like, why not? They have like, what, 20 Warhammer games going on at the same time? So, I guess why not? Yeah. I mean, I uh, I didn't I didn't like the first one because I played it on P and it was a little yeah. fucked up there. I thought, but as a concept of the sign, and yeah, sure. I don't think they said a developer though. I don't think I like Relics making. No, I don't like Relics making. I can't remember who's making it. Uh, that was one of those things I had to put it on mute, and then I came back and they were just showing the guy holding the sword. Yeah. Uh, next to the other people, and I didn't 
I didn't catch that. Uh, for a weird game of, of of the show, Dune Spice Wars, the 4X game, is apparently a thing. I, I told uh, Jens about yeah. that, and he was pretty interested. <laughs> I told him they're making a Dune game. He's like, "Is it what is it, like an RTS? I'm like, what's well, close? <laughs> yeah, and Randy is correct. It felt like they were... There is everything's post-apocalyptic or space uh, related uh, in, in most of the games that they showed. And again, with the celebrity thing, the the having to show more of Tiny Tina, but they had to show uh, they had to bring Will Arnett out to talk. That was so awful, both that and, game and their interaction. Like, my God, please go away. And if you don't know who the uh, actress is, she is in um, Mythic, the the Apple TV. Well, no, she's also. So. I mean, she's always been Tiny Tina. Yeah, she's in Tennessee, but I'm saying if well, you, yeah, she's also in like she's in the first Life is Strange. I mean, she's been yes, around. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Genshin Impact did win. I think it's uh, best. Was it a uh, best mobile game? Uh, oh. Genshin Impact. So uh, Saber Interactive is making the Space Marine too. That's right. So that's uh, right. Saber Interactive. Yeesh. <laughs> uh, well, you know they 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 did make. Uh, then they have a hand in SnowRunner. I mean the Switch yeah. version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also had a hand in Battlegrounds. That's very true as well. Uh, they they have I do I do think that they do have some games where. Okay. Oh yeah, and they're, right. yeah. they do, they did do SnowRunner. I mean they they do occasional good work, but yeah. it's just like really like they're more of a port studio than yes making their own crap. Uh that Metal Hellsinger, I got to give it up to them for having like all those artists in that game. Not my cup of tea at all, but no cool. <laughs> it looked, it looked like a very generic dune clone also uh yeah they just kind of rattled off a bunch of uh different trailers all at once uh they showed something for crossfire x they uh the gtfo game randomly got shown and now it's apparently out now well let's uh, early access because it's been out for a while yeah uh this is where they showed the halo tv tra- uh, teaser which i like uh, the main actress and i like that dude a lot so i'll watch that even yeah i mean like, I'm pretty midland Halo, honestly, but yeah. I mean, it's fine. Like, I, I got a little hyped. I thought they would show more, um, and it, it kind of felt like another teaser, you know? It's just like, man, all right, we didn't really show too much here, but yeah, there's something at least, and uh, I kind of can't really complain about that, but I, I, I did want to be like, oh, man, I thought we we're going to get something that really told us about the story, and we didn't get that. And then, yeah... He did the bit with the Elden Ring pot, and they showed an Elden Ring trailer. Uh, I will say, look, I, I know that's the opening cinematic, but I will say, like, I don't really care anything about Dark Souls, whatever, but the Elden Ring stuff is really good. Um, there's there's that, at least. And then this is where they rolled off a bunch of other awards all at once. Uh, Best Direction, Deathloop, uh, Best Family Game, It Takes Two. It was a family game for me. I played it with my daughter, but I don't know if Tony played it with their yeah, it's surprising. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. It's really a family necessarily game playing with one other person. If that's you know, you can't really include too many people in that. It's only two, as opposed to like Mario, you, uh, like a whole family or a bunch of friends. Uh, you know, so there is that to be said for it. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive one best fighting game, as if there was anything else. Uh, yeah. Age of Empires four one best strategy game, also as if there was really anything else that was going to win. That uh, actually, I mean, yeah. I, that actually kind of surprised me a little. I was kind of expecting Flight Simulator. Yeah, man. I that mean, was we really talked about stre- how that was a weird category that, for that game. That's but, a I mean, stretch for that category. Like, but it's I mean, not the even... category was like simulator yeah. or strategy game, which is already like fucked up. But yeah, I, I would have. I mean, personally, I would have probably put. I'll agree with you there. Simulator, a better game, and then RE4, the VR game. So you did get one Resident Evil, the actual game win, but it's not Village. The, just four. the best one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, like, and then of course, uh, you know, Randy alluded to it already. Uh, it takes two wins, game of the year, which that's surprising. Uh, yeah, big time surprise based off of all the other games. So yeah, I mean, Joseph Fares gets a huge win. Uh, you know, he he gets to be the last man on stage and everything else. No trailer at the end to like do a one big. Um, one big, well, like, one more thing. I saw yeah. some people, like, or, you know, one of the rumors that they were going to announce Bioshock 4. Yeah. And it's going to be, like, in Antarctica and all the other crap. And I was like, well, that obviously happened. Oh, Randy already revealed his game of the year. He said this, it's, uh, it takes two as well. Interesting stuff for us to discuss when we get to that. 
Certainly, I mean, It Takes Two deserves it. I, I don't have a problem with It Takes Two. I've, like I said, the the parts that I have played with and I have really enjoyed, and there uh, parts that I've seen beyond that. It's like it's a a really great game and a very interesting premise for them to explore on that end. And Joseph Fares just keeps doing great things uh, with that studio, even even if they can't get the the trademark from Take Two. <laughs> so, um, I mean, do you feel like there was anything that was like totally snug? Not, that. I mean, not really. I, I don't think, I mean, I personally don't think it takes two as game of the year. So we can have that debate later on. Like there are right. three other games I'd put up there higher. Uh, yeah. Even on that list. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> that was the sentiment I saw. I saw a lot of people that were kind of happy that uh, finally uh, it takes two breaks the glass ceiling for indie games. Even though. What, as opposed to Hades? Yeah, I but didn't Last of Us two wind up winning game of the year last year, and then Hades won like everything else. Yeah, that's because people were like gobsmacked by this how Last of Us two looked when they didn't actually look at the gameplay at all and realize it sucked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like it broke the glass ceiling as far as actually winning game of the year, which kind of sucks that it had to be an EA backed, like a big studio backed uh, indie game, and not something like Hades is from a smaller studio that you could really say is more indie. You know, but still cool that it's, I guess, EA's indie label that wins uh, the the first big game of the year. And we'll, we'll, you know, we'll have our own debate as for the year uh, when it comes down to that. But that's the thing is like we're talking about the awards because we care about them. But this show was really not about. Them. Um, and I really feel like aside from that first hour, it drops off a lot after that. And. You had a lot more ads taking up time. You had a lot more just kind of middling stuff taking up time. I kind of like it. It all became like a three-hour blur. At there were a point. lot of games that were like co-op focused. That well, that's bored, been a trend for a while. That bored the hell out of me, like Suicide Squad. Yeah. Like okay, I guess. Or that uh, Payday Two like horror game. Or what? That was GTFO, wasn't it? That was the Ark Raiders. Yeah, it, there's a, but that's been a trend for a little bit of going back to the co-op focus. But there was a lot of post-apocalyptic, a lot of shooters. Or that uh, Nightingale thing. The Nightingale thing. Well, Nightingale thing. Okay, I guess. Um, I don't know. It's not going to be my cup of tea because it's like team multiplayer and then very PC focus. You know what it is. I, I really love the fact that they're going to go full hand with Alan Wake 2 and it's survival horror. Uh, I really want to see what that's going to Um But yeah, I mean, I think a lot of my things that I'm excited about, Alan Wake 2, um, I guess sort of the Wonder Woman game. I, I want to see what that Star Wars Eclipse game is going to wind up being. Um, but, you know, I was, it's weird. Nintendo, all they did was do like sizzle reels. They didn't announce anything. Oh, well, yeah, because they, they always yeah. had the direct, directs. No, but Nintendo always has some big announcement. Like, Bayonetta 3 was technically announced at the Game Awards. I mean, they always have something that they show and it's kind of weird that they just had nothing. They should have announced another smash for their season pass. Well, yeah, that's the thing. They couldn't do smash that smash is always the one thing, right? That they... and, and, and then just go back to Sakurai's video camera. He's just hanging himself in his office. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Sakurai had to come out and be like, people should not expect another smash ultimate again. And really shouldn't expect that there's always going to be another smash because he said, I, mean, I, I don't have... know who's, they could have at yeah. least shown like an Odyssey two trailer or like whatever hell you know whatever Mario game they're making that. Next. Did Sony even show something either from one of their Horizon? Oh yeah, Horizon. Um, which that looks really good as well. This Horizon is better and better every time. Uh, they I mean, this show is more, it. this was. Yeah. I mean, even I mean, except, except for like Hellblade, like Microsoft didn't show much. Uh no, they didn't. I but Hellblade was their one big thing. Like they didn't have to show off a bunch of things. Like Hellblade's the the one that people really wanted to to see. Maybe aside from. I don't think they were going to have a vowed because you already have Elden Ring. So yeah. they're, they're too similar. You know? Oh, that uh, Final Fantasy looking thing. Concise or whatever hell, hell that new that game is. Uh, with the real world, real woman being transported to a fantasy realm. She shows up and like, yeah, like she gets transported to like the, the fantasy. World, but she's like a real woman. Or like she's like a real a person from like the real world, and she's like, "What the fuck's going on?" <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the one that kept game. going, but well, that's Forspoken, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. Square Enix showed off that Forspoken. Uh, that one's gonna be seventy dollars on PS5s. Um, and 
if it's already on, you can pre-order right now. I'm I'm excited for that game. It's just I'm not gonna pay seventy dollars. Um, <laughs> Randy calls it AK Allison W2F land, <laughs> which is very true. Because uh, there's dragons and there's other things in that world, and she has weird powers where you can like jump up and looks like clouds or whatever. Yeah, lots of weird stuff going on there. Uh, Sony at least did get Returnal winning. They got Kena winning. I guess Deathloop technically counts. It's PlayStation exclusive right now. It will show up on Xbox well, at some point. Halo also uh, won the, the fan. Halo won the fan thing. Forza won three awards. Uh, audio design, best sports game, and best... Uh, oh, what's what? Something, they won best something else. And I can't remember what it was uh, right this minute. Final Fantasy XIV uh, won best ongoing and best community support. So uh, that's good. If there's gonna there's one game that should win best ongoing game, it should be damn Fantasy uh, Final Fantasy fourteen uh, with their expansions uh, and not Fortnite putting out a new chapter with just getting the next license thing uh, that they can get into the damn game. So it's still crazy to me that you have God of War, Master Chief, Batman, and Spider Man all in the same game. But you know, I was more blown away when they showed Genshin Impact, and I was like, "Wait, this is an actual game?" Yes, I thought, Genshin I it was like an slot, actual game. I thought it was like a slot machine or something like that. <laughs> no game. Yeah. So. What do you think of that? Uh, Steel Iris or Steel Rising. Steel Rising? I thought it was fine. Um, I, I kept flashing back to that one Doctor Who episode with the clockwork robots. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is a little too creepy for me. <laughs> Arc Raiders kind of gave me a like a weird, uh, uh, like District 9 sort of vibe of like we're just killing these massive robots or massive things. All right. Cool. You know? Yeah. Um, it could be interesting. Let's see what happens with that. You know, I. There was uh, some some cool announcements here, but that's the thing is like we're talking about everything but the awards, and I really hope that at some point this show can become more awards focused. Whether it is do making it a two night deal, whether it is the the pre show become uh, your thing where you show all the trailers and then you do the proper award show um, during the actual main show. Who knows if we ever uh, get that right. Um, I will say that if you wanted to make the comparison, this one, I think of all the other ones that he's done, felt more like an actual like award show that you could have watched on TV. Other, other than obviously none of those award shows have trailers for the shows that are coming out next year or the movies that are coming out next. But I mean, you, you should have... look up like an old G4, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure that's all online. Like, th- this seemed like that was like at least time constrained by two hours. Right. This thing went on. Well, I mean, that's that's been his thing ever since he took it away from Spike into his thing that he does it only online is that he wants to make it like the Oscars where it's like three hours. And it's this major big gaming event that you're going to look forward to for the entire year like you do E3, like you do everything. Apparently um, he's not clued into how the Oscars and Academy Awards do like, you know, ratings wise over the past decade or two. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the thing, right? Is yeah. They have ratings have been going down and down for those shows because number one they're too long and uh, I mean yeah I mean because you're I think you're more positive on the show than I am right what, what would you rather have this show or a half hour show where it's just him on a state him on a screen you know on a stage going this is this is nominations and this is what won and that's it I I definitely it needs to be cut down it needs to be cut down to at least two uh, I I really do think that it is overblown it's too long. Uh, and because of that, it always lulls really badly. And it gets to the point where it's just like, you get to that last hour and you're like, oh, please. You know, it, it's almost like watching an episode of Raw. It's like, you get to that third hour and you're like, oh my God, there's another hour. And, and, but and then just, you, like, yeah. just like Raw went over the uh, time limit also. <laughs> yeah, it went over the time limit just like Raw does. I mean, it's like the only thing that's holding you there is, oh, you, you know, you have the main event. Oh, you know, you have game of the year that has to get announced at the end. So it's like you have to keep watching, but it's just, oh man, I had to sit through another hour of ads, even if they did have Jeff Goldblum trying to get me to uh, go play Riot Shadow Storm or whatever. That other one, the Fuse guy, talking about that mech game was just embarrassing. That was terrible, yes. But no, I I think he really needs to come. I don't know if he's ever going to be able to fix that necessarily because... The more announcements and things you have, the more you have to find some way to pay for them. Yeah. Right? 
So the more the bigger the announcements he gets, like he, just, he did this year. He just cut out the yeah. awards like he's been doing, you know? <laughs> yeah, you cut out the awards and then you gotta find a place for all this other stuff. And it's like I will I do appreciate again that he's trying to get bigger and bigger game announcements. So it's not like this one big announcement that he has and then a bunch of indie stuff that doesn't necessarily um, you know, float everybody's boat or, or whatever, but man, he really needs to cut down. It's yeah. just it's too long. And I don't know how you want to do it, but please, like, a little bit more focus on the awards and letting the developers actually feel like they are being compensated and, and congratulated and awarded for the work they have done throughout that year, not on hyping stuff that hasn't come out yet and may not even come out that year or may not come out till after your awards next year. So all these games that you're seeing, people may have to watch trailers for them again next year. It's like, yeah, I just, I get it. He doesn't like E3 and he wants to compete with E3 in a way as well. And that's fine. But yeah, this is still not the award show that I would say, oh man, this is really it. This is the award show that you wanted to, uh, and be proud of saying this is the game awards. I don't think that we're, we're still not there yet. Um, this still feels like an, uh, a show put on by a guy that, that really just wants to have like all these different forms of entertainment really appreciate video games. And that's cool too. It can exist, but I, I really do think that maybe having something a bit more scaled down like the BAFTAs or GDC and actually airing it where people can watch it, not, Oh, it's just this event that happened and we find out who won. I still think that, you know, it would be nice to have something like that as well. Yeah. Randy wants you to note that Mark, you know, he was actually promoting charity. I know, yeah. but I, I, it, it's like that thing looked like the most like mobile. I, I don't know if it's yes. PC or what, but yeah. like, this game looks terrible. And it's like if you want to promote, you, you what is what does it say, Mark? That everything in their mother got outside of like uh, PlayStation now because obviously they're they're rethinking that. Uh, so maybe you don't want to promote it right now because you're, you're trying to get people to think about this new thing that you're doing. But it's like everything got an ad. Except for Google Stadia, like well, could, they promoted, that doesn't the, exist anymore. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe that means that Google Stadia is actually finally dead now because they promoted that Google Play Plus thing coming to peace, and they promoted the Google Play Plus thing like three or four times. And there's like the uh, Amazon Luna one. Yeah, the Amazon Luna got like two or three. The Prime Gaming got like two or three or whatever. It's like, man, did you guys just absolutely completely drop Stadia? They want people to forget the Stadia exists. Oh my God, you're promoting yes. it. Uh, so, um, and I have tried that Google Play Plus thing on my phone. I think it's fine. And actually for like, I think it's like five bucks a month. Uh, well, they do a deal. Like I think it's like five bucks a month for, uh, or no, for two bucks a month for three months, you can like try out everything on there. Until, yeah. I, until you get like Apple Arcade quality stuff on there i don't know really that great but uh we'll see maybe they do that i do think the putting those games on p is interesting because uh, not everybody likes to play things on their phone i'm I'm certainly not one that likes to really well, other than yeah i was gonna say that's what windows 11 kind of does because it has like an android emulator right so yeah that's our thoughts on the game awards um you know thank you randy for joining us here in the, in the chat and uh, making some jokes and some lively moments here for us and, you know, hopefully you guys can do that as well. You can always uh, hit us up on Twitter at WTMSean, at Humanity Plague. Randy is at Randy Isbell if you want to go uh, pester him a little bit. And, uh, you know, go check out the Randy's R&R Sports Report, which right now they're kind of uh, doing it on whatever day they can. I think he did say they're kind of doing Wednesdays for the next, at least this week coming up. And then... Uh, go listen to our other show or watch our other show. It did have Randy on it. Again, we mentioned uh, some of these games that are on the Game Awards um, and where we kind of are with them. And then, uh, you know, we talked about the Halo campaign and stuff like that. Uh, so we'll be back uh, probably Monday for our regular show again. I just wanted, since I could actually watch most of it because I was I have to be working from home today, um, I was like, why don't we just go ahead and do this tonight? Aren't you um, glad you got in that car accident now? <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, no, no. I, it's all I, part of your master plan to watch this no. game award show. I, I wonder if my boss is kind of part of my master plan. Like, you know, but 
No, I, I'm still scared to death that I'm going to have somebody knock on my door and give me a ticket. That tells me I'm really hoping that it does not happen uh, yeah. so I can get that car fixed. Because uh, if not, that thing's going to have to go to the junkyard. But um, And then I'm going to have to figure out what I'm going to do. But either way, uh, we'll, we'll uh, definitely have a, another show. I'm going to have the soccer show tomorrow uh, with oh, Eric you, Watkins. So. You forgot the biggest thing that you can get pizza in Final Fantasy fourteen. That is cool. That is cool that Final Fantasy fourteen has gotten big enough that they have a deal with Grubhub. Even though it's the lesser of the the four services that are kind of out there, the big four name services. Uh, but still, okay. I mean, maybe Grubhub's bigger in other places, but at least here in Miami where I live, like, there's nothing really what on What do you it. have, Uber Eats or uh, DoorDash? I mean, Uber Eats and DoorDash are much bigger. Uh, I don't know about... I have the Uber Eats Pass, okay, uh, which does help uh, save me some money, so... Um, I, I do appreciate that. I, I don't know about you guys, uh, where, you know, Randy lives or, or where you live, Mark. With, has They're all stuff split apart, him. like, you know, pretty yeah. evenly, actually. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. It's usually, uh, Uber Eats and DoorDash come in for getting new things all the time. But anyway, we've, uh, gone off on tangents. Uh, listen where you can, uh, write and review if you can as well. That we appreciate five stars or wherever you, uh, deserve on that end. Uh, go play that Matrix thing. I think it's like 10 minutes long. You can go see what, the next gen looks like i guess and we'll be back more thoughts on the halo campaign uh more thoughts on me about uh kina as far as i get on that and whatever marcus is playing and whatever else is going on even though i'm sure it'll still be a lot of fallout from the game award until then everybody we'll see you later later